0: Happy Halloween. It's
1: an absurd holiday.
0: Oh yes, putting on costumes and striking fear. Quite absurd. All it
1: takes is one bad day. You've eaten Gotham's wealth. It's spirit. But your feast is nearly over. This is not a hole. It's an operating table, and I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe.
0: Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I am your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on the link to the Batpod Network, and you'll see a whole list of other nerd-related shows that also love to dabble into Bat stuff and everything that we all love to frolic about in our free time. Now, thank you for listening to episode number 82, Batman in October, our monthly wrap-up, and this is... uh, this is a massive one. This is a big one. So I got to bring in the big guy for the second time this month. That's right, two Peters in one month. He's from straight out of Gotham. He's from Italians for Spidey. He's everywhere doing everything. It's Peter R Vera. Peter, welcome back to the show for the second time in October.
1: <laughs> hey, and
0: happy Happy Halloween, Pete. Happy long Halloween. Brother. Wait, God bless you. You know, you know how to get me. Uh, I, I really wanted to just be like a, you know, Batman Forever. Happy Halloween!
1: <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. You know, th- apparently that's the last real Riddler we've seen on screen. So, you know, you stop. He's it. not. He's not the Riddler unless he's got a pink flat top. That's what you I heard. Stop
0: it! You stop it right now.
1: Because we all uh, know thanks. I don't really count that show that was on Fox.
0: As we as we say, um, that this I bring is, up yeah, every time. This is the <laughs> second time that you have been on this month because you were on celebrating and all the spooky uh, Batman stories um, mm-hmm. all month long. And you did. You were on for fears earlier. We had a we had a great yeah. time. It felt weird yeah, for we you because your homework was very small, especially compared to this episode. So yeah, I, guess um, you,
1: I guess I guess you made up for it, right? That was my punishment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. Pete, this this is a big one. Uh, we've joked about how ever since we started doing this, the list has expanded and DC has hurt us. And this month they went all out. There's a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, they knew it was your month and, uh, <laughs> they were ready for you and, uh, this is what we got. And, you know, I, I guess all the complaints are true. DC only publishes Batman books. I, because yeah. <laughs> if you're going by this month alone.
0: Wow.
1: That's,
0: that's not a, a crazy statement. And, and that doesn't even
1: include alone. like all like the the sidekicks like let's be honest the bat family has an extensive amount of books as well so and more coming like you got we've got robin and batman we've got robins you know i believe batgirls is getting a book soon if i'm not mistaken so correct um yeah Ugh. these are only going to get longer and bigger and um, <laughs> more time consuming but it's Which like is hey, cool. Like, what else do nerds do but read yeah. comic books and play fortnite Losers.
0: We read comics. That's what that's what we do. So well, play with
1: your action figure,
0: nerd. So without uh, wasting any more time, let's hop to it and let's just get the the worst over with. Uh, two Batman issues yet again this month. Batman issues yeah. one fourteen mm-hmm. and one fifteen. Um, just, I mean, just say basically listen to last month's episode and my feelings haven't really changed. I can't Ooh. wait for this to be over. I'm um, so
1: with you, man. These, I can't remember the last time Batman was so just unmemorable, like bad. two issues. And I, I looked at you you know, pre-show and was like, Ryan, I have, I don't even remember what this book, these two <laughs> books were about. Like I'm flipping I, through uh, it and I'm like, Jimenez are is great, but I'm like this story, it just sucks. It just does. i I just, I don't care. And I'm sorry. I know Franco's listening. I know he loves this run. I'm not feeling it, bro. Don't unsubscribe to the podcast because uh, we support you for supporting Please. the story. Yes. But this is just not for me, man, at all. I am i can't wait for Williamson.
0: I'm sorry if anybody that listens that really likes this. I just, I've tried. I try. We have two issues left and then Josh Williamson comes in in December and I, I can't wait for that. So the less I say about this, the better because I like to be positive and Pete, this is not positive.
1: Yeah, and I have no Tynan. good thing to say. <laughs> I'm reading his Department of Truth book. I think that book's fantastic. I mean, but I'm, uh, I'm steer, and you know what? I'm steering clear of like tying and Batman for a while because it's just not doing it for me. And I did the same thing with DC vs. Vampires or whatever that title's called. I was like, I was, I was like, I'm sorry, James. <laughs> but you're it's not
0: so man. much that. I just think that it's, it's, yeah, Batman. Batman in in general, and I've said it many times here, that he just seems more interested in characters other than Batman, so I just don't think he should be on a Batman book. Have him be on Batgirls, have him be on Robin, uh, have him be on a a Bat family book or something, because that just seems like that's that's where his interest
1: is. And people have said that dating back to his run on Detective Comics, which I I enjoyed thoroughly. (laughs) I'm in the yeah.
0: minority. I think only me and Justin Kowalski are the ones who didn't really like that run. Well, I mean, Justin lives in a post-Batman world, so I don't know <laughs> what he likes anymore. So. Uh, okay. So there we go. We're, we're both seeing eye-to-eye, Batman 114, 115. Moving on now to Batman, The Adventures Continue, season two, number five. And this, for the first time in this, I mean, this is only issue number five of this series. But then, mm-hmm. you know, The Adventures Continue, I think, was eight issues? Or was it- I think it was eight issues, but for the first time in either of those, uh, we have a multi-issue story. No, 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 I'm wrong. The first issue of this one—that's right. The first issue of this one had the Court of Owls and that was a two-parter. Yes, it was. So it never was. mind. But this was a. This laid a lot of groundwork. This one, I I enjoyed. I thought it did a good good job of setting up a, a character for us to invest yeah. in. We got some back info, and it's going to play out next month
1: for the first time in these two volumes between Deeney and Burnett, we're getting uh, a book, a story that's not really about a super villain. Yeah. Right. It's the political landscape. It feels very almost year one-ish. That's very popular right now, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Those year one, year two stories. Um, That's where this feels like uh, just with uh, the, uh, what's his name running for mayor and all that stuff. Mayfield.
0: Um, Mayfield.
1: It just, it, it just, it seems like it hits yeah. right on that year one level of just kind of sh- uh, organized crime, political uh, corruption, corrupt, corrupt government. And, you know, it, you know, it, you know, and there's similar things going on in Detective Comics with Tamaki right now. So uh, yeah, I, I love this issue. I thought it was great. Um, mm-hmm. As always, I love seeing the Bat family together. Uh, so to see Robin making an appearance in and Batgirl and the Bat kid was, was nice and, you know, I love how Drake just kind of like dangles upside down in the back cave. I was love cool.
0: the, the flashbacks because we got the Batman, the animated series, bat suit return of that. We got uh mm-hmm. Harvey Dent, the you yellow know, oval. We've yeah, we've got the yellow oval. Uh Summer Gleason is kind of uh she pops in quite a bit in this, in this too. So it's just some nice little Easter eggs from uh the animated series world. And that, like give me that all day, every day. I, I love that kind of stuff. And, it's really cool because it gave, it really got you invested in what the story is going to be to where next month's issue is going to like, that's going to be a cool payoff. I think for sure.
1: Yeah. uh, It gets me really just excited because while the, while that animated Cape Crusader uh, HBO max show is coming, I really think this, this, these two volumes have done a fantastic job of just continuing the legacy of the animated series adventures and stuff like that. And as well as those comic books that were tied into it, Mm -hmm. um, uh the, uh I, I there were so many different you know continuations of that and they've always had small limited runs and i think they work really well so uh this is it's just a it's just a you know blast from the past so to speak to uh to get Deanie and Burnett back on and i i i can't say there's an issue I don't really enjoy like i, I all, the whole two volumes like i'm like yeah soak me in I'm all into it like let's go the jazz I hope man there's a season issue, three.
0: which i think was four or was it three might have been four, but that one I know, like the Jasmine himself. I was kind of like meh, but the issue overall was still good. So I yeah, think that would be I my feel. quote unquote worst review of these issues yet. Is yeah, like, but like it worst review,
1: you give it like what, like a B plus, you a know, B, what I'm saying? B+ like, plus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like that's <laughs> you know,
0: I, we're, I, we're good. We to get good.
1: Batman up to a B, B plus.
0: <laughs> I would take a B minus, uh, but anyways,
1: okay, so there we go with that one. The, the following week.
0: Batman 89 number 3. You want to kick us off with this one? Go for it, Pete.
1: This one was really good. I mean, just the two-faced everything with Harvey Dent and the dream sequences and just his first appearance and how he looked. I I love this series. I really do. I think it's magnificent. Um few gripes, character designs aside. Just really into it. Um I'm feeling the new Robin. Um yeah, obviously disappointed it's not Grayson, but you know, it's excited to see this Marlon Wayans look alike and just everything you know the cat from Batman Returns makes an appearance. Um it, it, it's just you know the Harvey Dent stuff and and the Barbara Gordon stuff I enjoy. And you know, I'm just I'm ready. Um also for all of you who complained about the eyes in the cowl, they're <laughs> there. Stop complaining about everything. Um, so that's that for the for the true fanboys. We get a wonderful romantic rooftop scene that uh, reminds me of Batman Returns. And just overwhelming just feelings of nostalgia and joy and just, I got, you know, I got a stiffy. <laughs> like, bring it on. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, Sammy Joe.
0: Wasn't it your tweet to Danny DeVito's tweet about the first look at his Penguin story and you just put, I'm stiff.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh man, what? I'm talking about those round jersey guys, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's crazy, it's wild. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I thought a lot of elements are are coming together for this issue. I at first thought, and without saying spoilers, I thought maybe that was um, just teasing us by the end of issue number two, where we were at, and then what was going on. It felt a little wild, like wow, this story really just huh escalated quickly and such. And um, I think that was a cool. That was a cool way to get us where we ended up going finally. And uh, yeah, copy and paste what you said mostly. I'm I'm still not fully in love with the book, but I'd say that I think it's good. Uh, and I can't emphasize more from you. If though. I could
1: reach through my screen, I'd smack you. I said it was it's, good. It's, How dare
0: you? I, easily, How, I'm not
1: in love with it. How could you not yeah. be in love with it? I mean, this book is the girl with the curl. Like, you can't not love it.
0: So anyways, Peter, I can't emphasize enough, and you'll you'll like this comment that I, I just feel like skip digital, re- grab a physical copy of this. Oh, art, God, I, I can think, hug looks you right better. now. There, you're all over the place.
1: Uh, I'm just a glass case of looks,
0: I mean, first of all, smell the, as Justin would say, smell the floppy. I but can't. Also, I'm ha- I have a the, cold. <laughs> the, <laughs> all right, I will for you. It's good. But the, the art just does, it looks better on the paper. It's not glossy paper. It's it's a little bit thicker. It's and, got that
1: like newsprint construction style feel to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so I just think the art looks better there than digitally because the first time I read this was early via, you know, um, mm-hmm. BOF and I read it digitally that way and I remember saying like I don't love it. I don't love it. And so I still just bought the issue because I'm like I'm going to make sure like I'm going to put my money toward this because I want I want more stuff like this and yeah, yeah the art just looked better on a, on a physical copy. So I, and we have, we I have had the, the g- chance to read them early digitally, but I don't, I hold off until I get the physical copy in my hands.
1: So. Well, you know, that's what I do. I'd like to hey. give a real big shout out to Mr. Quinones because in every book he throws in these little Easter eggs where you literally have to find them and shout out to all the good accounts on Twitter that point them out. Like we get wonderful little notes of uh, Shrek's department mm-hmm. store on the notepad and yes. like stuff like that is just really cool. And I, I, those are the things that I really appreciate. Gotham Globe—that was the name of the newspaper in '89. Uh, we get Harvey
0: in his office, where on the one side he's got the American flag, and on the other side the Gotham flag, which is also That's, yeah, the, like the Indiana state flag. Just throwing that yeah, out there, Michael Yussen, yeah, yeah. shout out, Brad.
1: Um, so, like those things, like if, if for the hardcore like yeah. Batman aficionado who's been here for you know uh, before 2016, uh, these are the things you notice and appreciate really well.
0: And I, I'll say, I love. The shot we get where everybody else is seeing Harvey, the front of Harvey, and we're not, and then you turn the page and then we see the front of Harvey. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really that's a really good image. And then I also too, I love the Batman Catwoman stuff. That's Yeah, great. still not so. into
1: that Catwoman design. I don't like the, the suit. design.
0: I get you. Waist right. down, right? Because it, it just changes because I think the waist up looks exact like exactly yeah, like it's, return. It's, all, it's
1: it's the way the boots meet the hips and gotcha, like the yeah, way yeah. that belt looks and that I weird like in between mm-hmm. it's just it's too much animated series meets michelle pfeiffer for my liking like i just i wish she would have just went one or the other visually i love how he's got i mean it
0: makes it look like when he comes down with the cape spread in the first in eighty nine, there's an image yeah. like that, him coming down on Catwoman like that, and then it's flipped from Returns, where Batman's face to face with her, but he's on top looking at her, and then there's, um, like you turn the page and it it looks like the corner of the building that the, the princess mm-hmm. falls off of in Returns. So yeah. I just think a lot of there's stuff a like lot that, of that stuff. That's why I really like the Batman Catwoman scene in this book. So
1: yeah, and just like it's the little details like the batarang, how it's got the little tips on the end and yeah. her fingernails, like. Quinotis nails a lot of what makes this like Anton first, Tim Burton realm of Batman really work for me. While I, just, I know some I, people don't agree. I, I, I wasn't
0: just, wild about the book, but it's just been building and we're only halfway through now. So I'm really excited yeah. about the back half and how, how good this could end. Maybe Pete, I will love it by issue six. Okay. I've seen the cover for issue six. Have you seen that? Holy shit. I love that
1: cover. My God. Uh, Yeah, I believe I have. It just, there's no, it's tough. there's like, no not sh- so much stuff on Twitter that it's tough to keep up with the guy, to be honest with you. Well, he started to do
0: revealing art or covers or No, it was art and then doing the border of like the 89 tops cards around it, okay. which I think is really cool. And then also he, uh, he revealed issue, the cover of issue six. And I think he really missed the point or he missed an opportunity to have Knox return and be on issue six. Cause Yeah, that's, you know, you know, we're all waiting for that, aren't we? Six is good. Yes. But what they did instead, that was, its a pretty amazing cover. And I hope that's the standard cover. I hope that's not some variant that you got to spend a ton of money for.
1: I think the primary cover on here is actually pretty good. I mean, you got that, like, you you have that, you have Babs in the forefront with the yellow oval, the cow in the background, batarangs, grapnel guns. It looks like you have a a piece of the Batmobile.
0: your eyes drawn to the cowl, right? Every time I look at this, I look at the cowl. I go straight to the cowl. Yours
1: is probably yellow oval. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's the fin of the Batmobile over her shoulder. Like I'm okay, like, yeah, yeah. I was gotcha. like, is that like wh- when did the when did the Burton Batmobile get blown up? Like I remember it getting blown up in '95. I remember it being frozen in '97, and then I know in 8 got- when it when it strips
0: when it when it turns okay, into okay, the yes
1: when it turns into the Bat missile. Wonderful Maybe that's point. It. Thank you, Lauer. If that's my name. Uh, yeah, that's great too. So again, like those are Easter eggs uh that I that I truly appreciate. I thank you so much for pointing that out. Yes, uh the Batman's now I'm a little worried. Um it all clicked. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And that was me. Uh that was my favorite part of that cover, actually. But uh it's great to see that oval with the uh with the two extra spikes on the mm-hmm. bottom because I believe he's using the returns oval in the main story.
0: Gotcha. Well, also one of my most hyped books came out that the second week of October also, and that is Batman, the imposter number one. Yes. Uh, yes. Written by Mattson Tomlin, who also has a story credit on the Batman with Matt Reeves yeah. and illustrated by uh, Andrea Sorrentino. And I'm assuming I think Italian. It's Yes. Italian man. Um, I did Andrea not. Andrea could be a woman. Yeah, but I looked I looked it up, which this I didn't. Dude. I think I Andrea originally Beaumont, I'm just saying. I, I, I know cuz all I hear is Kevin Conrad go, like, "Andrea!" Yeah, um, that's it. And, and so yeah, I looked up and I saw like, "Oh, he's an Italian artist and he's done all, he's actually done a lot of work in the in comics." But What if he's I, done any
1: Spider-Man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> then he's got to be on your show, Italians for uh, Spidey, you know. Yeah, I it's, I'm it's, trying it's to get Ferragamo on.
1: I want to get Ferragamo.
0: So I was hyped for this just because it's a black label three part book series, um, prestige format, not the magazine version, but just like a forty eight pager. And then my man Lee Bermejo, did the did a variant. And Pete, I was able to grab. A did variant. you go
1: full Rob Myers this month and buy every variant possible? I'm just curious. No, it seemed like you had a great variant month. I did have a good variant
0: month, but it's because they were normal priced variants. They weren't, and we'll get to that later on in another book. Did but you buy the
1: variants for? 89? This was normal.
0: No, the they
1: had the. I, think I mean, it's, this it's was five ninety nine book. It's not normal price. These this are, was this, imposter.
0: This is was overpriced. the yeah. This More was eighty uh, nine. All they had was the Barbara Gordon cover, and so I that was fine too. Oh, the cardstock
1: um, variant's great though. Mm.
0: But yeah, Batman the Imposter number one, which you can look at, and you can almost think that it, this is a prequel for the Batman in a way. Uh, very grounded, very gritty. I think the art by Sorrentino was very. The layouts reminded me of J.H. Williams, III, and then the art itself definitely made me think of Sean Phillips, especially on all of his Ed Brubaker crime crime books. It's and that's a compliment of like it's a mix of both of those. Yeah, Uh, but this is a I didn't know what to expect with this story um, because I think it was sold as if there's somebody who is dressed like Batman doing stuff. And so Batman's getting the blame when it's not him, but there's actually a little bit more than that, especially with we get Leslie Tompkins.
1: Boy, did we ever get Leslie Tompkins? And uh, did she leave a real impact on this book? Um,
0: Like, holy crap. What a, what a hook.
1: Yeah. I was really impressed by the Leslie Tompkins stuff and the angle they chose with her. And I do think that this is uh, somehow connected to Matt Reeves, the Batman. I, I want loosely, yeah um probably in turn in the same terms that like Batman Gotham Knights is in the Nolan verse, right? Mm-hmm. like it- it's there if you want it to believe it's there it- it's not if you don't. Uh, but like you, I was very impressed with the art. um just the down gritty street level Batman early years, no freaks. it seems like
0: the suit itself looks like mm. Pattinson's suit.
1: Yeah, the bat logo is more traditional, but it, it looks very similar to what we've seen. There's no collar. Mm-hmm. But he's got the shoulder pads. It looks like he's it it, it looks very militant. But um I, I was really impressed with this book. I really was. Just everything about it, it's got me hooked and this Leslie Tompkins stuff was interesting. I, I'm trying to find out I'm thinking like, is this guy rat catcher? Is this guy Harold? Like who is this this, uh, like
0: this is this is rat catcher because he's literally rat catching catcher? catching rats. Yeah. But I also like that we get little Arnold Wesker going on in this too. Yes. I mean, not the, he's not, not a yet. ventriloquist yet, but it's an yeah, inclusion yeah. of, if you're not in the know, then you just read it. It doesn't take you out of it. Yeah. Uh, but if you are in the know, you you see the name Wesker and you're like, oh shit. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: The one, the one thing that- I'm really hoping that guy is Harold though, because it seems like he knows a lot about machinery and everything. He talked about the motorcycles. um, I, The Rat Catcher stuff that you said makes perfect sense. I just, he looks a little off. So I'm hoping for Harold. Gotcha. Uh,
0: yeah, this, I just think this was a really, this was a strong first issue. There's a lot in here. The, and I'm, I keep trying to find it. I was only able to read this once, but there is one comment about the skulls or something. And it's the gang. And I just kept thinking of like, that's like the nod to the trailer, the people in the trailer that, yeah, Batman, who are you supposed to be? And then yeah. gets his ass beat. Uh, but yeah, I think this this is a really good first issue. Um, pretty the, dark.
1: Also, it, I think uh, it seems to me that Black Mask makes an appearance in the book, and it seems like this blask blask this, this blask black mask, mask uh, is almost uh, just from the look of it. Uh, reminds me of uh, the one from Birds of Prey the the film. Gotcha. You know, just him yeah, and his yeah. leopard print underwear kind of dance. <laughs> I was like. That's very birds of prey, right there. <laughs> Am I making this up,
0: or did we have a a pot appearance? Oh, we did. He was okay. in there a
1: couple times. Okay, and, I thought uh, so. And it, it, it's uh, it doesn't look like Colin Farrell at all. it, no. it looks more traditionally uh, uh, short, fat, long nose. Uh, yeah. You know, whereas Colin's probably a solid six foot. Uh, this this almost looks more in tone with Devito. It looks like right. he had yep. long, strangly hair skeletons
0: skeletons started appearing on devil's night last year there we go but yet they don't necessarily look like what we saw in the trailer either but i just kind of thought like i don't know i connected the two maybe not but the biggest takeaway for me here i think was the leslie tompkins angle um and how she's included and i think that that's that's good because i we love batman uh we don't want bruce in trouble but also, we love Leslie Tompkins, and she makes total sense in what she's trying to do here. She does so,
1: keep him in check.
0: Um, I really liked, yeah, I really like Batman the Impostor. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, there's a specific point in the book where she goes, you sound insane. You know, and I'm like, this fits in tone with whatever Reeves is delivering right now. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. how many times did you, I, I don't care what happens to me. You know, like, yeah. like he he's legitimately crazy right here, so. You're quite now, Pete,
0: you—I have you to thank. You saved me ten dollars because you told oh, yeah, me beforehand.
1: Was, yeah, I did. I did. Batman:
0: I The Audio Adventure Special. You said it wasn't very good. No, problem. I had plans of buying it sight unseen just because it's a Batman book, and I usually just do. And it's like, oh, it's a contained one thing. that has got a bunch of different stories, so it might be all right. So then I decided to go ahead and read it uh, digitally, like we were able to. And um, I'm not going to say like it's bad. They're just a lot of the, the short stories left me just kind of like, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't. And as someone who is only two episodes deep in the audio adventures and really enjoyed those two Mm -hmm. um, episodes, Jim Gordon aside, I was really disappointed in this book. Uh, just, I, I reviewed it for Batman on film. My reviews on Batman on film, but I was just, i was I was looking forward to it, and I was like, "You know what? For ten dollars, let me read this digitally. I broke yeah, my own I broke my one rule. Um and I just wasn't feeling it. Uh, no. the art was a little weird. it It tries to do the same thing that the show does with the narration me kind of being like a telecast newscast, so you have Jack Ryder doing some stuff. and which was okay, okay with me. And it's then just the first for the price point, there's not enough good material in exactly. that story for me to buy it. It was there's the probably first, two books in there that I enjoyed, and that, that's not enough for ten dollars.
0: A better mouse trap, which was the first actual story that came in, uh, that was a great short to kick it mm-hmm. off with. Because I'm, your review even said there's a lot of like Darwin Cook influence on that one, and I totally agree because I love the look of that first one. I like, yeah. I, I think I, I could say I love that first short story, and then everything that it's like that's where it peaked though. I, it, can't, and I can't it, even like, remember what else
1: Cintar, Who's in the first episode of the, sh- of the audio adventures. Like it yeah. has some backstory to it. I it like the first th- one's free. That was good. I enjoyed that one. Which one was that? Uh, that was a Dick Grayson tale. That was, okay. young, that was nice. Um, I, there's Robin. backstory
0: on the iceberg lounge singer. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm flipping through now the iceberg lounge singer. Cause we heard of that too. It's one of the commercials in the audio adventures. I think. Um, oh, I'm going to, I'm looking for the name. Where is it? Catwoman's score. I thought man, she really looks Kubert and sure enough, Emma Kubert. Uh Joe Kubert's mm-hmm. granddaughter, Andy Kubert's daughter, I think. Good DNA. So look at that. Yeah. And th- I thought the art in that one was awesome and I thought she looked great and it was a very old school Catwoman mm-hmm. uh, version. Uh the story itself I thought was all right, but I I liked the art a lot. Um, and then I think that's kind of where the rest, the rest just kind of blend the two together. The Two-Face story of, is
1: yeah. really good. And it's actually co-written by the guy who voices Two-Face in the audio adventure. So I thought that was a cool little thing.
0: Bobby Moynihan. Um,
1: no, 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 He's Baron Penguin. Holtz. Yeah. Baron, Baron Holtz. Holtz. Yeah. And, uh, because I wasn't a fan of Baron Holtz's Two-Face voice, but I think his, his writing was very good. Um, I'd actually like to see him do more Two-Face stuff. It seems like he's a big Two-Face fan.
0: The rhythm. So, okay, so flipping through now, the rhythm one was all right. Um, first one's free. Um, yeah, flipping through that, that one I thought was okay. The two face one was all right. So yeah, it's just in the in the end, like you said, ten bucks on this, it's like uh, maybe yeah. maybe if this ends up in back issue bins and they're like you know three four dollars, then maybe I will. But at ten bucks, mm-hmm. that's a that's a tough sell for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I just I I think there's other anthology books out there that are cheaper and better than uh this one shot here. I didn't include it on the list. I looked past it. Did you
0: happen to get Batman Urban Legends number 8? I did. Okay. Do you want to find that and comment about that one? Uh yeah, it's just I didn't read it. This is the first the, one I didn't even a- really
1: look at. I was like, I'm not interested. It's, it's another one where we get four stories in one book, one book, and I liked two of them. Gotcha. So similar case, uh, eight
0: bucks and two stories you liked.
1: Yeah. Uh, But I think the Batgirl Catwoman, uh, Catwoman, the Batgirl Batwoman story is very interesting. Um, Alice is in that. So if you're enjoying the TV show, like I am, I think you'll enjoy that story as well. There's also a, uh, a wonderful uh, Professor Pig story in there that's short and sweet. OK, so and then, but then like there's this crazy future state story with Duke Thomas and Black and Black Lightning. And I'm just like, what is going on here? I don't like this. It's an outsider story. And it, it's hard for me to get into anything with Azrael. I know Haas will probably dig it, but uh, <laughs> Look, I've, I've already
0: you. been OK and set in the table on that because he knows I don't I don't like Azrael at all. So I, speak
1: yeah, freely, I, Pete. <laughs> I, it, it's ironically enough, Tynan was the only one to write Azrael in a way that I enjoyed Murphy, um, Sean
0: Murphy's the only one to write Asriel that I've enjoyed. And he was a villain. Okay. So,
1: yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm not a huge Asriel fan. Um, gotcha. Okay. But, uh, fear so state, I'm not missing out. I'm it's a fear a, state. It, it, Urban it, legends it, it, is like a, it's two out of four for me. It's
0: a hard, it's a hard hook for me now. I think without that, we had that, uh, Chip Zdarsky, Red Hood story and Eddie Barrows. Red Hood story for those first six, six issues. The so book has been got missing me to keep that. coming yeah. back.
1: That like. I feel like it would work better if you had that primary story. That, uh, yeah. That's the reason why you buy the book. And then it's like, okay, these are, these are a little off, but the main story is really good. It's, it's literally now a crap shoot since the red hood story.
0: Yeah. And that's where I'm just kinda, in this. I saw it. Cause I tried last month and it had the, it had a Batman beyond story, which was which good. I liked actually. Yeah. But it was just basically a kickoff for the new series. Now it's not oh, the, well, this but title the story seems was to be really more of a good. launching
1: point. Yeah. yeah. And now so eh. it, that's what it seems like. It's a launching point where, hey, spend the $8. And if you like one of these stories, we've got a series for you coming up. Yeah. It, it almost tough. seems like a, a previews issue, but it's, I think you got to lower the price a little bit. I think it, it's yeah. coming in at what, eight? Eight bucks. I think you got to lower it down to like six or seven, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's going to a
0: lot, I think to keep have people keep doing that. And you just don't even know. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now I convinced you in last episode to go back and pick up Batman Scooby-Doo mysteries. Number six, because it was focused on a pup named Scooby-Doo. And you informed me before we started recording that you did go back and get that issue. I I loved
1: it. Uh, (laughs) You know, a pup named Scooby-Doo really brings me back to my childhood and there's nothing better than hearing, uh, what's his name? Blondie. Who's Blondie? I'm drawing a blank with the Fred? scarf. Fred. Fred, ascot. talk about red herring. It's an ascot. Come on. It's a scarf. <laughs> uh, talk about red herring. And like now looking back at it as a 35-year-old man, I'm like, oh, God, I was a dumb kid. Red herring? How did you not know this, you idiot? And it, it's just fantastic. It was great to go back. And yeah, while the, while the, the Batman scooby mysteries hasn't really been my thing, it's nice to know that every once in a while, something like that will pop up with one issue. And you're like, that's the stuff. And so, for you uh, thank you
0: for that, because it's a, you know, it's basically almost like an anthology series. You don't need to I'd go back and is. catch up. Like, yes, you don't need to go back. You can just sit with six. You've got a gap between you bought the first what two or three, didn't get four or five, bought six. Right. You don't have to go back and catch up with the others. It's like, you're good no. with six. Cause it was good.
1: It's totally something that I will. Whenever uh, I return to the convention circuit, I will yeah. go searching the back issue bin, and it'd be a nice little gap to fill. You know, th- it'll be part of my uh, Batman collection adventures. But I enjoyed so that, that. That said, one. did you
0: read issue number seven that came out no. this
1: month? No, you didn't. Okay. This. I mean, I, it, I wait for the Lauer review. Where's where's the quick review on YouTube? <laughs> Not for, for the books. I don't sorry. read.
0: <laughs> this one. It's. Alfred invites an old friend, Jenkins, and then there's a, uh, there's Pat a, ca- there's a caper, <laughs> no Pat Jenkins. There's a caper, Batman, Robin, Fred, Scooby and Velma are all distracted by something else going on in the city. Why is Daphne at Wayne Manor with Alfred? I don't know, but Scooby's there too. Ace is there also. And somehow it's the whole thing's about how to be a detective. Um, Scooby and
1: Ace, that sounds interesting.
0: Scooby and Ace. Um people are stealing dogs. Scooby and Ace and Ace has got to do the whole how do I suit up like Ace the bad hound and Scooby doesn't know. It's amazing. Uh, it's and Catwoman pops up also in this issue. It's is Isis in the story? It's almost I don't I'm looking. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Isis. Uh I mean it, the issue in a sense it's more of the same. So I think it's fun. Uh, You had a personal tie with last issue of Pup Named Mm Scooby-Doo. This is back to the normal formula. So I'd say probably for you, Pete, just wait. Um, But it was, I mean, it's just as much fun as the previous issues have been. So
1: I I will say the pairing of Alfred and Daphne has me very (laughs) interested. Like Like, what what the hell goes on there? Yeah, that's, I mean,
0: you're not wrong. Cause I don't, I don't know. Like I said, why is Daphne at Wayne Manor with Alfred? But okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? So let's move along to the next week where one of my favorite series its consistent. Granted, this is only issue number six, Legends of the Dark Knight, number six. Yeah. Uh, first why time not? in this series, they did two stories in one issue.
1: And yeah. your man,
0: Solomon Grundy.
1: Uh, yeah, t- two of my favorites, Grundy and Croc. And Croc. Um, both wonderful resistant. tales. Yeah, I mean, it's fitting for the month., uh, really superb book written all around. uh Kulin Rosenberg did a fantastic job. Um, the art's great. The stories are wonderful. uh it, it's I I can't there's not enough adjectives. I, I I love this book. um and I love how it's a rotating door of writers, so nothing ever really feels the same. Yep. You know, we go from Stephanie Phillips and the Penguin to this wonderful Coolin um uh, uh, uh Grundy story, which is followed up by the Rosenberg Croc stuff. And it's <laughs> it's just magnificent and it, it it's the highlight of uh this show, I believe,
0: if you ask me. Matthew Rosenberg, he is just making his rounds in DC. He's mm-hmm. doing he's doing some really good stuff. I'm really like stuff. This, but, but I'm with you, yeah. Um I know Croc and Grundy were both on the cover. But just diving right in, I was kind of like, "Oh, okay, oh, that story's over with." Yep. I didn't see color. Oh, okay, now we're getting to Croc. And yeah, with you, they're just kind of two short, short stories. But I mean, they get the job done. You feel for, you feel for the characters. You're invested in their in their stories. I just think it's paced really well. There's some good action. There's a good story overall. It's just the most classic important.
1: Batman, if you ask me.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it feels like a, a throwback to the old, the old ways and. And, yeah, nailed them both. Feels
1: very early 2000s Batman to me. I think the back half did. The front half, I think,
0: maybe 2010s-ish a little bit. Okay. As far as the vibe. But the back half did feel a little like Scott McDaniel. um, Yes.
1: Yes. Sort of. Sort of art,
0: which is cool, too. I'm a a fan. Um, But overall, I mean, Legends of the Dark Knight is, I mean, it's off to a start, like, like the original series was when it launched back in its day. of This is just good, contained Batman stories. Yeah. And, and I'm all about it. I'll keep buying.
1: Yes. Sold. Every Let's month. move
0: on to one of your favorites. Batman Catwoman number eight. <sighs> Whew. Boy. Kick us off, oh. Pete. I'll have more positive words than you to say, but...
1: I have this might butt. be the most boring Batman story I've read all month. I don't okay. know what's going on. I have no idea what Tom King's doing. The last two issues have fallen flat. Liam Sharpe's art isn't resonating with me, which is one of the reasons why I had to drop Reptilian. I'm um, I, i kind of like, all right, I guess this is why you got the axe, bro. <laughs> it's, you know, because it's it started off hot and heavy and I was into it. I just, I don't know what's going on. I don't like what's going on. And... You know, I, I, what is this a 12 issue story? Yes. So I'm at eight. I'm going to finish it out. I want to see how it finishes. Uh, but, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? I'm not feeling it.
0: I'm close with you for this issue because I think in reading it, I was really kind of scratching my brain. Um, First of all, it bugged me Sharp came on because this is a twelve issue story. I want the same artist on each issue. It's his personal and preference. He's not doing
1: his regular art stuff. He's trying this painting stuff, which is, I mean, good for you for trying to do it something looks better different. than Reptilian. It does. It's not as Arkham Asylum as Reptilian, but it's it but doesn't feel like a Liam Sharp book.
0: Yeah. In in the story, like you said, it'll be interesting when the whole series is out to read it then and see there's a better through line because tom king is a patient writer yeah i think uh he plays the long the long game uh but yeah this issue it i kind of even i'm flipping through it now and i'm like oh yeah i couldn't i couldn't have told you much about what happened if you did if you said before we recorded hey do you remember what happened in bat cat number eight and i'm like uh yeah it was no i i don't remember which is um, funny
1: because like Tom King is not a writer of many words. And this might be the most dialogue he's ever written in a Batman comic.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. And I, I don't know the point of where it's going. So this is... I, I'm definitely grouping. I mean, I did get a good... I bought the... Pete bought a variant. Put <laughs> to Jim Lee variant cover.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. I, I, I just went with the regular cover here.
0: Okay. And I know Clay Man did do a cover for eight, but I miss was,
1: Clayman's heart, dude. I, I miss it so much, but
0: this and seven last month's issue are grouped together to me of definitely the low points of the book. Cause I just don't, yeah. it's just kind of slogging along.
1: I feel you. I feel you. And, uh, you know, it may finish out strong. That's what I'm hoping. And we'll see where it goes. But, uh, I, I, you know, it is the conclusion of King's run and I like King's run more than Snyder's run. I like King's run more than Tynan's run. So this is a run I really did enjoy, I like, and I'm yeah. curious to see how it ends. Then that's that's kind of where my feelings are. I want to see the conclusion of Tom King's I'm a run. big
0: fan of King's run, so definitely. I'm excited to see where this story takes us, and if this is just a little bit, just a couple of a bump, bumps in the road, but if it's going to pay off really well. Yeah. Now, I caught up. I tracked down and caught up. Last month, I missed Batman versus Bigby. Big Number one, uh, I tracked that issue down. I liked it. And so definitely I picked up issue number two when that came out. Uh-huh. And P I got to say, this is,
1: this is fun. Okay. I think it's fun. All right. That's fine. It wasn't for me. Um, there's definitely a sort of mythology of this Bigsby character that I don't get because I don't, I don't know where he's from and I don't know that backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? And uh, so I didn't read issue number two. You didn't. Uh, I okay. My, I didn't, I did not. I didn't read it digitally either. Okay. Um, I just figured I'd get the Lauer report. <laughs> okay. I think, I don't, I think it's,
0: I think it'd be worth it for you to, cause you liked the first issue, right?
1: It was good. I just, it just like, there's, there's just things I didn't get because I don't know who Bigsby is. You told me what, what is, where's this character? Fables. from? Fables. Fables. Okay. So this is like and my friend Bigsby loves Fables. So this is probably right up her alley. Um, Yeah, I I just I have to get into fables. It's like one of those things I haven't read, which my buddy Jack has been telling me to read for years. So maybe some point I'll I'll I'll, once I finish fables I'll I'll run into this as a collected edition. Okay. Um, it wasn't bad. I just like I said, there's I'm missing parts of the mythology and some things didn't hit with me, so I just I put it off to the side. Uh, At this point, still I'm I'm sticking with it
0: because I'm not lost. Uh, the art is I like the art. I think the art's pretty cool. Uh, Brian, Brian level does it. I don't know if he did. Fables. I wish, uh, Bill Willingham. <laughs> he, I think he created fables. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: if not, then he was definitely like the main one on that. Hence the crossover. But, uh, yeah, I like it. It's a, I don't know. It's, it's leading us to an interesting place as the, the two leads are finally coming together and Bruce is stubborn as ever. Uh, but, yes, he is let's see we'll see what's what's gonna happen next in that, so that's good um the final final week, Pete, really quick Batman fortnite Foundation number one. what a wild card of an of an issue
1: mm-hmm.
0: to to release Can I request
1: you do lower quick reviews on books I don't read? no. Because <laughs> I don't know how that, this friendship works. It's like, hey, I, come on I my know. show monthly, read forty-five <laughs> books. Can you do a, a two-minute video on a book I don't read? No. So just remember, uh you know, who gives and takes. Pete, right? you're reading the
0: good issues, and that's what I want to do the quick review on. Because the quick review is actually surprisingly uh take take more time than I realized for them to turn out how I want them. Oh, to. <laughs> video editing
1: takes a while, you say?
0: Yeah. So, anyways, Pete, we're moving along.
1: Uh, the Fortnite <laughs> Foundation.
0: Number one, it was so random. I think that they announced this. Uh, I think it's an. In, I think Fortnite, the Batman Fortnite Zero Point uh, series, became a much bigger hit than DC would have thought. So this is kind of an inner, an intermediate story, to hold you over until like, I just feel like another series is coming.
1: Um, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there because my comic shop had put limited pre-orders pull lists all that stuff on the Fortnite stuff because people were just coming in buying five or six i i think there's like a skin code for the game yeah, that you can there's special buy, you codes can, people are selling those online or whatever so this whole Fortnite tie-in thing really works it's it's a huge selling point i don't know if people are buying it for the story <laughs> or buying it for the stuff that you get in the because it comes in like a poly bag i believe and there's that card yeah. in there so i don't know the real reason that people are buying it but It seems to be a huge success. And uh, I think this is going to be something we're going to see for a while. As long as Fortnite's popular.
0: Yeah. And well, did you read this issue? No. Okay. I figured that you didn't because you didn't read the other ones either. And um, it continues on with that to where it's sure it's, it's fun. And I'm not exactly lost, but people who play Fortnite will get a lot more out of this than those Mm -hmm. who don't. And what's really odd to me is that, uh, scott snyder wrote it or was a co-writer on it okay and, and like he didn't do any of the other the other parts but he's included poor christos gage who wrote the the other series he gets the second billing so they they mm-hmm. got to flaunt scott snyder up up front and center That's even they're though they're trying
1: like, to get the fanboy in there like hey okay yeah if we can get scott the hardcore fanboy this. with scott snyder But he's like, how do we get Eric Carter to read this book? And then they're like, Scott (laughs) Snyder. And then it's like sold. I'm there. I'm doing it. (laughs) The Fire Rises podcast is a great show. Check that out. Good times. Uh, I was just on it,
0: actually, doing some uh, red rainage. So yeah, check it out. Really? So,
1: geez, just taking your show on the road. It's going everywhere. Um, Hey, that's the Lauer standard.
0: (laughs) The Lauer standard. Booyah. Pete, Detective Comics thousand forty four this is that's good. your book this has been your book since I started the show um so yeah you always get to take the lead on this
1: one this is fun and I think this is here's the thing like Tomaki is such a great writer where like I I just I'm so drawn in by this like supernatural Batman story this isn't really my thing but her writing's so good like there's so many elements of like Political drama and like I said in my review on Batman on film, like if you were to tell me that Tamaki at one point was a White House correspondent, I'd believe you because she gets <laughs> like politics so well, yeah, and just the corruption of government and everything and you know and it's you know Deb Donovan and she's great in a little bit she's here and it's just that opening monologue and just the innuendos within you know, Gotham city's water and it's this and it's that. And then the story takes you to the sewer and then the water rises with the, with the Hugh vile parasite things. And I was like, I was like, Whoa, this is intense. And then you throw in Dan Mora who draws an amazing Ah, scruffy looking Batman. Mm -hmm. And it's just for the little bit that Babs is in the book. She's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. Like I haven't had a, a crush on a, on a, uh illustrated woman in so long. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus, Stan. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> and then the, the action scenes with Batwoman, fantastic. And then the wonderful Stephanie Phillips does uh the backup story, which is yeah. great. And it's it, it's almost like uh it, it's almost like Batman versus Zombies. And I'm like, okay, this is just for the price that you're paying, you're getting so much for your money. Whereas, like, if you look at Urban Legends or you look at Audio Adventures number one, you don't get your value. This book's yeah. five bucks. And you you're getting, like, in my opinion, eight dollars worth of book here. It's that good. And like, I'm dying for Tamaki mm. to get to classic villains just because this is so good. I'm like, you've created this character, you've created this environment, and it's it's working for me. And this is totally not my Batman, but like I'm like when you get to my Batman, I'm expecting something epic, you know, I'm expecting, you know, the, the word that everyone on Twitter loves a masterpiece. So uh, I'm just, I'm really excited about everything for, again, two stories for five bucks. Well, worth your money. If you're not buying this book, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're, you're clearly not a Batman fan.
0: Dude. Whoa. Hey, now
1: you taking their Um, Batman fan cards. Uh, well, you know, it's either me or Jay Oliva. So it's going to be one of the two of us. Okay.
0: I think what I love the most about this issue is that they have on the front says fear state and they pretty much don't do shit about fear state. They keep telling their own story. And I say, bravo. Well done. Because what unfolds is almost, it's a continuation of what Tamaki has been telling on detective for a while. And with the parasite and, and it's, yeah, it's just really, really good. And the backup stories, which you know, Pete, a lot of times I'm not reading the backup stories because I'm just not interested. Oh, I know. I it's yell at you for it. Stephanie Phillips, she's awesome. And she the the story, like, it's a Batman story. Uh, it's I don't know. It's It plays out as a horror story. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. And yeah, the detective is so consistently good. It makes me really happy, and it's picking up the slack for the other um, uh, main yeah. Batman book.
1: There's a Uh, Adam and Donnie did a great interview with Stephanie Phillips on their multi uh, multiverse music podcast. So check that out. That was fun to listen to. But uh, if you want more Stephanie Phillips, Um, but like, I have to ask the question, do detective comics and Batman exist in the same universe? Because it doesn't feel like it. Uh, It's like you said, like detective comics doesn't feel like a tying issue at all.
0: Yeah. And that's great. Good. Like there's like no
1: mention of Simon. It's, it's very, very minimal to the point of like, all right, we've got to. If we mention the magistrate, it's a fear state issue. Yeah, you know, but it,
0: that's how they're forced because they're trying to make sure that to get the whole fear state saga, you've got to buy Detective it just, Comics. It doesn't too. feel like, like they're
1: happening at the same time. Actually, you don't. Doesn't.
0: You don't have to. Uh, yes, another strong outing. I'm excited for. I don't know if it's December, maybe it's December that their their neighborhood stories being collected in a hardcover, and I'm picking I'm picking that up. For sure. I want that on my shelf. I want that on the bat shelf. Hashtag. I, if, bat it's, shelf. if
1: it's got a hardcover off, I'll, I'll look for it.
0: For sure. Pete. Um, it's perfect. That of this isn't the last book we're going to talk about. But as far as Batman centric book, it is perfect that we're talking the long Halloween special. I'm going to go first. Oh, Pete.
1: oh, look, Ryan picked up another variant.
0: Hey, wait, 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 if you haven't read the long Halloween, Pete, were you lost with this story?
1: <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. (laughs) Let's just leave it at that.
0: Pete has dropped out. We'll just go with me. Uh, I did a long, I did a a quick review on the Batman book club, YouTube channel. I talked about this a little bit. I wrote a review for this on Batman on film. Mm -hmm. Um, By the time that this episode drops on the Batman on film feed in YouTube, uh, I was on the social hour talking with Bill about this book. And now I'm talking with my pal Pete about this book. In other words, buy this book, (laughs) <laughs> no, I love it. I love Are there it. any and copies left or did you buy them all? I did not buy them all. I did buy the standard cover, which I think is the best cover, which is Batman on the roof yeah. with a pumpkin in the background. I think that's the best cover. And then Sale did another one, a variant that's just Two Faced and it's purple and he's got his eyeball on the Two Faced side as a pumpkin. And there's a the third one, which is similar to the purple one here, except it's almost like a little bit more uh, painted style. And that one is, is that $30. Sale? Yeah. And that sale too. And that was 30 really? bucks. And I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Wow. I, do I am a, I, actually no really your limits. Surprised. I'm not Peter Vera. I don't spend $30 on one issue. I can't do that. I don't have that.
1: I spent $30 on, sh- on uh, wall books. Like watch yourself, son.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now, um, overall Pete, I thought this was great. This is 48 pages. I didn't know what they were going to do in 48 pages. I didn't, I was hoping they weren't going to try and do too much. And they didn't, they, they just extended the stories of characters that we've already pretty much been introduced to, um, yeah. we, they brought, this is a spoiler alert, Gilda's back, uh, not in a full on way that I expected, but in a way that fits perfectly well in the timeline. Mm. If you wondered where does the story take place? That's definitely answered. Cause we see Robin. Yeah. Um, yep. there's a great scene. I mean it goes we get some awesome Halloween panels of trick or treating yeah. and it's all decked out and Halloween and Gotham and Batman is classic it's just God we're back in this lobe sale Gotham and I freaking love it. It I feels it. good
1: to be back. Uh just a wonderful story from start to finish. Calendar man, Grundy, Gilda, Gordon, Robin, Babs. Like it's it there's nothing in the book you don't like. Wonderful companion piece to uh lobe and sales uh long halloween and dark victory mm-hmm. uh just it's just great to dive back in this world uh i just I, i'm really impressed with how effortless it seemed like they were just able to go back into it
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and I, it leaves it pretty open-ended to the point where like if these two wanted to come back i think there's more story to tell clearly i think they have yeah. something to tell and
0: maybe they're working on it already and we just don't know but their interview on games radar has said basically implied that they're willing because they have more to tell it's in DC's hands. And to me, that means, well, that just, if the book sells well, in which I don't see how this book won't sell well, it's Loeb and sale.
1: I think the only thing holding Loeb back for so many years was that he was basically in charge of like Marvel television. Yeah. And he's not anymore. So so yeah. So I think the schedule's open (laughs) and I, I think, you know, these are, these aren't stories that he's coming up with on the fly. I think he's been, <clears throat> you know, planning this in the back of his mind for a very long time. If and the, the case, last, page if the situation ever arose, and it's here, and I just, I'm ready.
0: It's not a cliffhanger, but the last page, it even kind of says like, "Oh, this story is unresolved in some elements."
1: Yeah, it's so- definitely the story has a, an, an an ending to it for sure. But this world, this lobe and sail world, like is there's more to tell, and that's great. If they don't do anything, I can live with that. If they do more, I'm, I'm ecstatic and I'm ready for it. Because if you're going to come back with
0: anything, you've got to, you've got to nail it. It's the long Halloween world. And so, and it's Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, but also like have, have they failed as a team? No. So
1: maybe Captain America white was their worst story together.
0: Yes. And I I was gonna say that actually of, of their Marvel color books, that was my least favorite, but I still liked it. It's it just was it wasn't just as good as the other Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's so, no Daredevil Yellow. <clears throat> or Spider Man Blue. I'm yeah, surprised Spider-Man that's Man not Blue. the
0: one that you mentioned, Pete. Nobody I, I ever love talks Spider-Man about Blue. the the X Men or the uh Wolverine Gambit story. Nobody ever talks about that one. Did you ever read that one? I didn't
1: even know they did that one.
0: Oh, yeah. This is before the, Mar- the Marvel Color Books. It's, uh, it's a good one. And it's one that nobody mm-hmm. ever talks about. Hunt, track that down. i uh, oh, mean the long Halloween special. Buy this book. Buy this book. Yeah. It's good. I'm all for it. Buy this book, Pete. Loved it. Um, now let's get into some honorable mentions. I'm going to start off with the one that I wrote down. And I think you read it. I did not. Joker number eight. I tapped out. I kind of, it was ready for me all month. And I'm like, I just don't think I care anymore. I think was it issue six and seven were the ones post announcement that Tynan was leaving the book. And I think I'd, I'd expressed on here, even of Pete. I just don't know what there doesn't feel like a lot's going on. There's just a lot of words to read and nothing's fully happening to me. And so I just didn't even go.
1: I just didn't, I didn't read issue eight. So go ahead. Did you. No, this book was bland. Except was for it? the backup story, we all know I love the backup story because Bluebird's in it, and I think that's really great. Bluebird and Punchline and Orca, and that was fun. But the primary story, it's j- like I'm like, what's going on here? Okay, like it all seemed right. like at one From point my Jim Gordon, <laughs> Jim Gordon was uh, essentially a mercenary, and he's being hired to kill the Joker. And I just I'm like, what? It, it, I feel similar to, to uh, Tom King's Bat Cat last issue. Just like, what is going on? This is. This Lady Bane, is she Blaine? Like, I don't know what her even her name is. I uh I'm just I'm not I'm just not feeling it anymore. It's something that when I'm buying this to read the backup story, me personally, and when this bluebird story is over, I will drop this book if it's gotcha. not if it doesn't get better.
0: Okay. All right. I followed my heart. My heart said skip on the Joker. So there we go. Now mm-hmm. I didn't skip fully on the Joker because the Joker's puzzle box continued this month from Matthew Rosenberg that we just mentioned, and mm-hmm. I got a little confused, but this is still this is still a, a fun issue. I'm still down for this story. I'm still enjoying it. If anything, it's because of the the many Rogues gallery members that they're including in every issue. You know, mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Yeah, uh, the confusion I would say is more or less just the Joker being the Joker and telling the story his way. And sure, I love the Two Face involvement. I love seeing Man Bat and, like you said, the Rogues Gallery all locked up, locked up in prison, and just the whole angle of the inside man in the police station was interesting. Uh, just I'm digging it. Uh, this is definitely the best Joker story on the market right now. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: I no clue what it's. Where it's headed, what it's going to add up to, but I mean, I'm—that's in a good way. Even though I said I'm a little, I got a little confused. It was in trying to remember, you know, because this month Pete, we read 49 books. That I was trying to remember. Wait, what all has happened in this story? What's the twist here? Yeah, there was Um, a lot. But it's still this is this is a fun series, and I think, I think it's seven issues total. So we're almost half. We're about halfway through. So we'll strap in, big guy.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, like you, like you said, I don't know where it's going, but that's part of my excitement. Is you know Rosenberg's keeping me on on the edge of my seat, on the tip of my toes, and I appreciate that. I think that's good writing. For it does. Sure. It's not predictable at all, which is what I love. One that
0: I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. Catwoman,
1: Lonely City. Okay. I did not read that. I bought it, but okay. I, I, I catch up What I, for me, I find it easier on these oversized black label books is to read them in one sitting. Cause they don't, they're not very long. And I feel like it reads better that way. Okay. As, as do most stories. So I'm waiting to uh, get it, but I, I've heard nothing but good things. Everyone's raving about it. All my very trusted comic readers. So me. I'm, I'm excited. Well, you, and there's, there's a few others that I check out. The great Jay Oz, of course. Um, a lot of people who dive into comic books, hardcore. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've heard nothing but great things. I'm excited to read it and it, you know, it sounds great.
0: I'm sure. Well, Justin Kowalski loves it because it really is a post Batman world in this book. <laughs> He's
1: never done that now.
0: Yeah. It's. And so since you haven't read it, I don't want to say too much other than. You
1: want me to take off just, my headphones. Spoiler it's just alert?
0: telling. No, no, no. It's telling a good story. It is. It's a great send off where, where we pick up with Selena, Kyle, her, her in Gotham, what has happened to get her to where she is, the other characters that we run into. uh, It's, it's all, it's all done really well. And I'm really invested. And I think Selena, Kyle is true to form here as well. Mm -hmm. It's not like some kind of really change. Well, this is a different version. It's Selena that we know it's the kind of Selena that we, I think we all really enjoy. Uh, and then the art is fantastic. Uh, it's just done really, really well. And Cliff, and is it Shang? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Apologies if that's wrong. You're asking the wrong guy. Did the, I mean, he did the writing and, and the art and it's really well done. And there's some awesome covers that were released too. So mm-hmm. I got the one standard that's got her jumping off a roof and then it's like her shadows on the building. And in that shadow piece, yeah, this that's when one, one you have, yeah. 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 And in her shadow is all the different variations of Catwoman over the years, which I just I I love that. And then there's another cover, the variant to that one is she's like in her closet and behind her are the bunch of different Catwoman cows, which was also mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's a jock variant, which is cool too, but that one's a little pricier. So
1: wait, Eric? Eric drew a comic?
0: <laughs> no. It's the one well, thing that he he hasn't done yet, hasn't accomplished. So I'm sure uh,
1: it'll it'll be a feat that appears in the next straight. I got I
0: was gonna say he'll hear this and be inspired. But Catwoman, Lonely City, delivered and then some for me. I really, <laughs> really, really liked the first issue, and there's going to be four total. Uh, okay, Nightwing cool. number Nightwing number eighty-five, another Fear State tie-in, and seems the Fear State quote-unquote tie-ins are better than Fear State itself. Uh, <laughs> it's ironic. Did you think this is a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more Batgirl story, Barbara story that included uh, Nightwing and then Robin, mm-hmm. uh, the threat of somebody's hacked into her Oracle system and trying to out, outsmart it, get around without being tracked and stuff. I mean, it's a being forced into the fear state tie-in stuff. I think it's a pretty damn good story too.
1: Yeah, I was into it. It was a really enjoyable Babs and Dick story. Um, mm-hmm. Ended on a magnificent little cliffhanger, jaw dropping yeah. moment there. Um, I'm feeling it. it. It's nice to see them all together. Uh, Dick, Barbara, and, and Tim makes an appearance later on in the book, and uh, you know, uh, just Tim Taylor is just really doing wonderful things on Nightwing. Tim so, Taylor, uh, Tom Taylor from also. Home Improvement. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got my eye. Minford <laughs> 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 tools. Um, tools. Tom Taylor is doing wonderful things on Nightwing, so I'm I'm just beyond pleased, and the artwork is absolutely magnificent, drawn by um, uh, Robbie Rodriguez. Yeah, so really uh, break from it.
0: Bruno Redondo, but it's still it's still good. Yeah, especially it's still good stuff. Especially the when they encounter some gas. That's a that's a pretty yeah. good scene too. So really,
1: really, really good stuff, and uh you know. The ending. I can't wait to see what happens.
0: <laughs> the ending. It says read Batman 116 to see what happens. Like
1: I well, that's your <laughs> fear state tie-in right there. <laughs> Damn it. I'm
0: sure that wasn't Tim Taylor's
1: fault, but gosh. T- uh, so you did it too. Yeah, purposely, Pete. Yeah. Now uh, he says that.
0: I'm surprised at this next one. You said that you skipped it. And I understand why. It was to me. Why not? I'll give it a shot. DC versus vampires. Number one, James Tynan, the fourth and Matthew Rosenberg, who we just spoke, spoke about Mm -hmm. art from Otto Schmidt. Pete, this one, I went and picked up a variant. It looks like a deceased cover of like Batman is a vampire. It's pretty badass. Francesco Mm -hmm. Matina does awesome covers. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was actually a pretty cool, a pretty cool story. It blends the eye vampire. uh, Mm -hmm. I think a a nod or whether that's that character. I didn't read that, but uh, there's a vampire attack. And because this story is going to be contained in these 12 issues, Mm -hmm. they can kind of do whatever they want. And with that is definitely a strength because we see some, some cool stuff that would not happen in a main title book. Yeah. Continuing book. And it's it's bloody. Uh there's like an you know, there's a nod to super friends in here, which is fun. Um and it, we get a nice twist on some characters. We we get a nice variety of characters. This is this was a strong start to a book that I honestly didn't know if I was even gonna give a shot. And I did give it a shot, and then I said, I'll buy the first issue if I see this Batman variant, and I I did see it, so I bought it. Uh, it's cool. It's a cool issue.
1: Yeah, I, I passed on it. I mean, we're not so far off from Deceased. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not I'm I get not ready to watch all my primary heroes get killed and turn into vampires like I did watch them become zombies. Um, I love Deceased. I thought that was great. Uh, Tynan, uh, you know, while he's paired up with Rosenberg, I'm kind of on the Tynan downside here. So sure. I skipped it because I, I just wasn't feeling it. Um Okay. And that's really it. Um, if, if it if it gets if, if the it gets run amazing,
0: out, I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, if the run finishes and people are raving about it, I this is something I have no issue picking up and trade.
0: It's just it's definitely going to be hard for me to see if I stick with it as it's coming out because adding another twelve issue series to what I'm already reading and in stuff too is kind of like maybe I this is a great start. It's got my interest. Maybe I wait now until mm-hmm. until the whole thing comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, lastly, uh, sign and repeat that last, the last part. Task Force Z. Let we got I a read that one yet. We got a hint of this in one of the backups. I can't. It must have been a detective backup.
1: Uh, that had I Hood. forget if it was detective or if it was like Gotham Urban Legend, uh, Batman uh, Urban Legends.
0: <clears throat> but written by Matthew Rosenberg, mm-hmm. art from Eddie Barrows. Uh, this one was really, really fun as well. And the art. Gosh, Bros, he is doing awesome stuff. Love, I like his stuff. Art. He did lo- that Red Hood Urban Legend story.
1: Yeah. He was <clears> doing Detective with Tynan for a while too.
0: The inclusion of this, of Bane and Man Bat, Arkham Knight, uh, Mr. Bloom. Bloom, right? I'm glad Bloom <laughs> finally returned. I liked Bloom. But Crazy Quilt hops into this issue. Uh, this is... And there, it, Mr. Freeze comes, comes into this issue. This is a, yeah, this is a, this is a cool kind of banana story, but it's in Gotham with Gotham characters that we know. And so I think it was a lot of fun yet again. This is another 12 issue series that that's just starting. I don't know if I'll be able to add that to the stack, but I, if I can, I like to, let me try out the first issue, see if I like it. and And I did. So it's on my radar.
1: I'm gonna read it on my commute into work today. Um, okay. I don't. I, I that's it's in my it's in my backpack. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I was into it when uh, they teased it in one of the anthology books, uh, and uh, I, I I can't wait to read it. Mostly because all of the, all of the cool villains who have died recently seem to be zombified and led by Jason Todd, and it just seems completely bonkers for me. Yeah. Um. And I I, I I'm all about zombies, you know. So not so much vampires, but I love zombies. So I'll pick it up. Give us to the zombie. All right, Pete, that does it for me on honorable mentions. How about you? Do you have any uh, additional yeah. ones? Justice League, Last Ride, number six. Insane, insane story. Amazing Ux's tale. Like this is some like <laughs> next level dark side stuff. And it takes a lot for me to read a Justice League book. I, I'm not a big team up guy, but this has been absolutely phenomenal. Make sure you picked it up. Zadarski is writing it and uh, Miguel McConda is illustrating it. and It's really good and uh, I love it. Pennyworth three, love this tale. I'm so happy I picked this book up. I picked it up, I gave it a shot. I've had nothing but great things to say about it. It's just, it's as close as uh, to James Bond as you can get in the Batman world. Uh, it's really cool. I don't know if it ties into the show. I think Javi should totally pick up this book because I think it's right up his alley. Uh, but it's really just fantastic to see a young Alfred. Uh, love deception, heartbreak, it's all here. And with some crazy, I don't know, these crazy mutant militant. Uh, I don't even know what to call these creatures. They're like monster men with like guns in their hand. It, it, it's nuts. It's bonkers. So pick that up. Robin number 7 uh really continues on with the Mortal Kombat theme. They even do some really cool fun stuff with like uh that you would see in a Injustice or a Mortal Kombat game with like uh the way uh Robin will block somebody and it, 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 you you just hear like that guy like that guy in Mortal Kombat 2 pop up and say that like salty. Like you like that <laughs> stuff like it triggers those memories and it's really good um, really digs deep into Lazarus and Al Ghul mythology. We meet, uh, Roz's, uh, or Raish, his mother, she's in the book. Uh, so Damien gets to meet his great grandmother. Uh, you've got Rose Wilson, you've got Connor Hawk. It's, uh, just a crazy all out tournament of death. Uh, really check that out. Surprisingly amazing, but it shouldn't be because it's written by the great Josh Williamson, who, when he takes over Batman, we will rejoice. And, uh, also, uh, Har- Harley Quinn, uh, the animated series, the eat bang and kill tour, just a wonderful ep- uh, episode, wonderful issue. Catwoman gets involved. It's bonkers. It's nuts. Jim Gordon's crazy. It's just, I cannot imagine any other, sh- any other character pulling this off so effortlessly. Like this literally could be an episode of the TV show. It just, it's perfectly in tone. It's in sync, everything you want it to be, uh, with, uh, with the animated show. And, uh, I dig that. So those are my honorable mentions. Those are the highlights uh, uh, for me.
0: All right. Pete, we did it. Yeah. Holy until crap. Next
1: month. We did it.
0: Yeah. Until next month. Oh my gosh. Um, and we did it in pretty decent timing too. We're professionals. Podcasting professionals now. Booyah. Will this job pay? <laughs> and friendship.
1: <laughs> we're still <laughs> amateurs welcome. then.
0: We're still amateurs. <laughs> yeah, we're still amateurs. <laughs> I will get you a Mountain Dew in March. There we go. Really? Yeah. That's uh its weight in gold. It okay, good. Yeah. That's a that's quite the gesture. Uh, you better book your hotel room, scrub. I know, getting there, figuring it out. Uh Pete, thanks for coming back on to the Batman Book Club for the second time in October.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Murder my right. Mountain Dew. Yeah. Okay. What's uh, uh, hold on? You didn't ask the question. What's uh, what's the? Oh book my of the gosh! Month? Thank you. You reminded me. Yeah, Pete. Of
0: all these damn books that we just talked about, what is your bat book of the month?
1: Legends of the Dark Knight number six. I, I don't know how it can be Grundy and Croc together. Uh, I, I loved it. It's it's wonderful. Um, that's that's if you're going to pick up any of the four hundred books that we talked about in this episode, <laughs> that's the one. I'm sorry for all you long Halloween fans, but legends was uh was kick ass this, this, this month. is where i love it that you
0: know you're a true friend and that you do listen you do pay attention because i even had it written down here to ask you the book of the month we talked about it before we even pressed record and i was about to say bye bye okay hey you still got one more thing right. to do hey guy hey guy so mine p is no surprise the long halloween special
1: no, that's my favorite
0: that's the one that i have i've read twice I don't think I've read any other issue twice this month and I'm going to read that probably another time before I pack it away because I well, loved it.
1: If that's the case, I think by, I think you just have to give what was what got your sil- silver medal this week because obviously there was no contention okay. for the gold. Sure, sure, sure. It'd um, be a disservice to all of our fabulous listeners if, you know, you didn't give them a number 2. Oh
0: man, that's tough. So if we're going to go Batman centric, Honorable mentions, it's probably Catwoman. But we're going to go Batman. It's going to be... Like Catwoman main title
1: or Catwoman... The uh, Lonely City. Black label. Okay. okay.
0: Um, it's probably The Imposter. I loved that book.
1: Okay. See, I didn't see that coming. And that's why we do the show.
0: I did. I did. But I mean, really, I really, really liked Legends of the Dark Knight. And I really, really liked Batman 89 number three. So this was a good month. We had a lot, but it's because there was a lot of good ones. And... and All of this, and we still didn't read everything. Because we know the I Am Batman series is still ongoing and stuff, too. and We didn't mention that.
1: Um, I haven't read that yet. I wasn't a big fan of Ridley's work in Future State, so I passed. But everyone tells me it's great. I know Carlos is a huge fan of that series. Yeah, I think I saw
0: that that he really likes it. So maybe I'll give it a shot. But I'm just, I don't know. It's tough for me to get on with somebody else's Batman.
1: Bruce Wayne's uh, Batman. That's a trade buy for me. I'll check it out. This way I read it in a sitting. You know, I'll read it all at once as opposed to like waiting, you know, and uh, I'll give it a shot. But a lot of people have been raving about that title. So I may have to actually uh, wait for the collected edition, which probably comes out soon because I feel like he's he's written at least six or seven issues by now. He's got some writing on that on that going on. So, Pete.
0: well, hey, if um, people don't know where you're at
1: and they can follow your wisdom. How do they do that? You can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That is straight out of Gotham. That is straight underscore O underscore G. That is a news based podcast that I host with the champion of Long Island, uh, Eric Holzman. You can follow him at Final E33. Uh, or finale 33, depending on the platform. Uh, you could also follow my Italian Spider-Man coalition podcast that I co-host with a dynamic duo of sausage and meatball out of Chicago. That's Nick and Nicholas, uh, Nico Caruso. Uh, that is Italians for Spidey. We just dropped our most recent episode where we talked amazing Spider-Man 74, the end of Nick Spencer's run, the amazing Spider-Man one directed by Mark Webb, as well as three episodes of nineties Fox kids animated Spider-Man show. Uh, You can follow at Team Yellow Oval as we just rejoice everything Yellow Oval from Keaton returning into the Flash to Dan Moore bringing it back in comics and uh, even popping up in uh, Batman The Adventures Continues. And uh, follow my reviews. I've got reviews of Batwoman on BatmanOnFilm.com. I got reviews of Detective Comics on BatmanOnFilm.com, on BatmanOnFilm YouTube. I have interviews with Michael Ushlin. I have toy reviews. And I have a bunch of McFarlane 66 figures that are coming as well as a replica of the Batman 89 grapple gun. So when I get off my lazy ass, I will do that. (laughs) And as Ryan said, editing videos does take a lot of time. Try shooting them as well. Uh, So that's that. Uh, But yeah, so hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk. Let's shoot the, uh, let's shoot the bat chat and let's have a good time.
0: Pete, when we finally have our own stuff set up, we're going to get that YouTube bat, bat shelf show going.
1: I might it's have to happen. buy like a GoPro and strap it on my head. Okay. Just what so I can do? record it and then, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it works.
0: That'd actually be awesome. The Pete cam. The Pete body cam. <laughs> P-
1: it be, it be, it literally would be POV. P- oh, love it. Oh, dude. That's crazy. Dude, Martin Oh, my gosh, there? gosh. That's how we oh end it. Oh, my gosh. I'm it's just going to end the episode.
0: Forget my tags. End it with P.O.V. P-O-V. <laughs> P-O-V. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to follow the Batman Book Club, for latest episode drops upcoming episodes and sometimes some giveaways like right now, it's just a little bit of time. That you can enter the, the giveaway, go to Twitter at the Batman BC. You can also follow along on Instagram at the Batman BC. You can follow me if you'd like on Twitter. It's not as much fun because the Halloween season is now over, but you can at lower underscore Ryan lower Pete spelled like lower. Thank you. You can write in with questions or comments uh, for the show, which I may start reading at the end of each show. Um, If you have anything you want to say at all, book recommendations, your favorite book of the month, write it all to the BatmanBC at gmail.com. And I'll read those on the show as well. Um, You can also check out the YouTube channel where I have some quick reviews, like the quick review for the long Halloween Um, on YouTube. There's some plans in the works for some other stuff to be coming. So stay tuned to that. If you like what's going on with the show, you'd like to help support the show with anything that you can do at all for as low as even a dollar a month, if you'd like, uh, you can do that on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the Batman BC. It helps keeps the generators running in the Batcave. You can also support the show with merchandise from Public, where you can buy T-shirts, hoodies, notebooks, stickers, a variety of things. Um, pillows. The tea, public store pillows, yes. But lastly, if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money that's 100% A-OK, you can do that through the Apple Podcast page. Just go to the rate and review link that is posted in the description of this episode. The more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So, for POV himself, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, We my comics.